0: Good morning to you, my friends. And how are you doing this morning? I'll wash your night. Hope you've had a peaceful night rest. And how has your week been in all, I hope we've all enjoyed the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to another weekend. The one that ends the 10th month, October 2021. And of course, you are welcome to review. It's your host and your dear friend here, Esther. Good morning, our gracious God, and how we love, thank, and praise your holy name. We thank you for all that has been during the course of the week and even our month of October, which ends tomorrow. We thank you for all the challenges but especially the victories and the testimonies. And here we are, standing before you, rejoicing and giving you all the glory. Blessed be your name, most high God. And as we've come this morning to study, to learn from you, we invite you, Holy Spirit, to come and have your way, take control, abide with us, teach us yourself, so that at the end of today's session, all the glory will be returned to you. We thank you, Abel Father, for all that you do. In Jesus Christ, precious name, we have prayed, Amen. Welcome once more, friends. And you know, I actually, I had actually thought we'll be finishing um, our Heart Far From God series today. But please pardon me. I was wrong. And you will get the reason. That is, in a moment. And so today, we'll be looking at art far from God, part three. But in the bracket, we've got something, and that is tradition. Art far from God, part three. But in the bracket, we have tradition or traditions. You see, we've looked at holding on to tradition in the first two weeks, and we could see the Pharisees, And the Sadducees held on to the washing of ants in a special way, cups, pitchers, copper vessels, and couches, according to the gospel, according to Mark chapter 7, where we started from, you remember? Mark chapter 7, verses 3 and 4, for the Pharisees and all the Jews... Do not eat unless they wash their ants in a special way, holding the tradition of the elders. When they come from the marketplace, they do not eat unless they wash, and there are many other things which they have received and hold, like the washing of cups, peaches, copper vessels, and couches. Right, are you with me, friends? Now Unless you are a Jew or from the Jewish community, it will be easy for any of us to turn around and say to me, Esther, thankfully, I don't do any of that. And so I'm all right here or we're fine here. We're all right here. Oh, really? I'd. Don't think so. I don't really think so. Maybe we all don't do any of the washing stuff, but what are the commonly held tradition or belief system put in place in the 21st century church that is today? You know, those things that, you know, Those man-made tradition or belief system, like I said, put in place that we hold in high esteem as though they are divinely inspired, while we ignore God's truth or the truth of his word. Mm. You know, those things that are given like they're inspired, you know, by God and leaving out God's truth or the truth of his word that are actually given by divine inspiration. According to 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, which says all scriptures are given by divine inspiration for reproof, correction, and so on and forth. And you see, the weird thing, Not the funny thing because it's not funny at all. So the weird thing is that many of us have found ourselves holding on tightly to those man-made tradition or belief system and always think or make it seem as though God must be angry. If I don't do such, so-and-so. Or God must be angry at any other person who doesn't do them. And in fact, when we happen to do some of those things, we look down on people who don't. You know, putting up what we call the Pharisaic attitude. You know, behaving like the Pharisees and the Sadducees Accusing the disciples of Jesus. Right, well, let's look into some of those things. The number one that I want us to address, which has baffled me so much or a lot, is dress code. Mm. Are you thinking what I'm thinking here? Dress code. And that will take us to the book of James, chapter 2, where we shall be reading from verse 2 to 4 and verse 8. Please come with me, friends, to the book of James. After the book of Hebrews, James chapter 2, let's start reading from verse 2 to 4, and then we're going to read verse 8. Verse two reads: For if there should come into your assembly a man with gold rings and fine apparel, and there should also come in a, in a poor man in filthy clothes, and you pay attention to the one wearing the fine clothes and say to him, "You sit here in a good place." and say to the poor man, You stand there, or sit here at my footstool. Verse 4. Have you not shown partiality among yourselves, and become judges with evil thoughts? Verse 8. If you really fulfill the royal law according to the scripture. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. You do well. The Lord bless the reading together, or if you were listening to each word. Amen. Look, my friends, the message for us as believers is very clear. The basis of our faith is love. As we just read from James chapter 2 and verse 8, which says, If you really fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. You do well. So, the basis of our faith is love and then holiness unto God, holiness unto the Lord, which of course, should reflect in our outward appearance, too. Don't get me wrong. I mean, 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 9 and 10 admonished us about modesty in whatever way we choose to dress. <laughs> and look, if any believer has a problem with modesty, then there's something wrong somewhere. So... The main point of our gathering is to honor and worship our sovereign God from a genuine heart. Because you see, some days people may feel like or want to dress casual and comfortable. And other days may want to look elegant or may want to dress elegant The thing to always remember, friends, is that God searches the art. Always remember, God searches our hearts. Number two, what are these traditions or some of them we're looking at today? What are some of these traditions that we hold on to tightly? Number two, songs or mood of worship. Right, for this one, please come with me to the book of Ephesians, songs or mood of worship. So please come with me to the book of Ephesians chapter 5, but we shall read from verse 19 to 21. Ephesians 5 from verse 19 to 21 reads, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God, the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting, To one another, in the fear of God, everyone say, Amen. You see, friends, there are also belief systems attached to our worship music or songs, in that the hymn singers may believe the contemporary way of worship is somehow too loud. And the contemporary beliefs, aims, maybe are somehow out of date. And you see, the thing is, if the lyrics of our music or songs glorifies God in its entirety, then there's no problem as long as worship or praise flows from pure all genuine heart. Amen. Number three. Day of worship and order of service. You see? The day. Time. Number of people in attendance. And how long a service lasts. And how many times we even attend during the week are all not mentioned in the scriptures, but to gather as brethren or not forsaken the gathering of brethren or the saints, according to Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25. And in fact, Jesus says, where two or more are gathered in his name, there is, that's Matthew chapter 18, Verse 20, so the order or day of service has also been worked around or fixed by men. So your preference different from others does not mean their true worship or order of service is not acceptable at the throne of grace. And you see, friends, there are several other things amongst which denomination also plays a big part. But how does all this affect our true worship? How does all this affect our genuine heartfelt worship? Mm. Why don't you join me next week again As we look at Art Far From God, Part 4, but in the bracket will be Leap Service. I said, join me next week. As we look again at Art Far From God, Part 4, but then Leap Service. But remember, friends, traditions may not be bad in themselves as they may help to put some things, I mean, maybe one or two things in place. But its role is not the means to salvation or holiness unto the Lord. Traditions or doctrines should not be elevated above God or the truth of His Word, God bless you. Let us pray. Gracious God, we want to thank you again for bringing us to the close of today's session. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for all you've taught us this morning. For those areas we've not really been paying attention to. For those areas where we put up our pharisaic attitude just because of tradition father god we pray that you again because it is you alone who can help us to come back to the throne of grace with a true heart with a pure heart to come back to the throne of grace with our art worship. Thank you, gracious God. And as we go this week, preparing to go into the month of November, oh God, we pray for your divine protection upon us. We pray for your divine provisions in and for the month of November the one that you have put in place for us since the beginning of the year. May your protection, your provisions be upon us all, and we cover ourselves with the precious blood of the Lamb, Jesus Christ. Thank you, gracious God, and we give you all the glory. In Jesus Christ, mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me this morning, friends. Why don't you join me next week again as we look at art far from God, like I said, part four. And so, until next week, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you, and your entire household now and forever Amen